Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 18. We are live from Cam's living room. Crazy. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Cam, Tucker, and Dylan. What's going on, guys? It's good to be here. It's good to be We're upstairs. Out. All right, well, big week this week coming up. NFL Draft Week. We'll get more into it, but nice to have some sports to talk about again. Um, so, our losers this week. Trey and Cam. We came last on poll again. Um, winners, I have Tucker. Um, Tucker won ways to take it a week. Um, this is a big win for you. This, I think, pushes you to four points. Yeah, um, it was honestly a really easy week. You all had terrible takes. Um, I'm shocked Dylan did as well as he did. I Honestly, my take was pretty awful, but I think I was just like the lesser of all evils in people's eyes. I think this was the worst week of takes this show's ever had. It's getting tough. I think it's really tough. There's nothing going on. Do you guys just You liked your take? I did like my take. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, came in second, so it's better than you two. So. Oh, another loser. This podcast again, no pong tournament set up. <laughs> two weeks. So I think the plan is to, to do that at some point. But that's true. Um, I doubt it. We'll try, maybe. All right, forbidden topic. Video games. Talked a lot of NCAA 14 over the past two weeks. There's been a ways to take on it. There's been conversations about... Uh, you know what each of us are doing on it. I think we're canceling that one out for this week. So if you talk, if you bring up, you know what, video games in general, any video game you bring up, you drink. I've been playing a lot of Warzone this week, so here's to that. Me too. Not I. But um, Does all right, that let's just. Support? We could just jump. Uh, that's not a, no. I mean, it's competitive video games, I guess. But um, all right, so ways to taste. I'm gonna lead off. Mine's a weird one. It's kind of an emotional one. It's, let's, I'm going to get a little serious on this podcast for a second. Today is Patriots Day. A very important day for Massachusetts. It's, uh, you know, when we celebrate um, getting, you know, away from the tyranny of England and the militia standing up and co- Lexington conquered. It's a day where we celebrate the marathon. And, um, and then now... For seven years, we've been remembering the bombing that happened during the marathon. And just thinking about, like, this time right now, like, this is the first time the marathon's not finishing since 2013, since the bombs went off. So I just think back to that time, and it's a very emotional time. I remember, like, everything about those couple weeks. I know exactly where you're going with this. My, so my, so the thing, I, I sat down today and I watched the first Red Sox game back after the bombings. And I decided that I've been lucky enough to witness, you know, 13 championships over the course of my lifetime being a Boston fan. I've decided that my favorite Boston championship ever is the 2013 Red Sox. And I'm saying that is the most, my way to take is that it's the most special championship to Boston because of what it meant after those bombings. And um, so that's my take is that because of, you know, that team and wh- where it stands, like I, trust me, I'm a Patriots diehard they're my team. If I had to watch one team for the rest of my life, be the Patriots. But the, you know, my second would probably be Super Bowl Fifty One because of what it meant for like Brady specifically. But this for the whole city, you know, everybody rallied around them. Everybody remembers David Ortiz's speech. That postseason run was magical. So I'm going 2013 championship, best Boston championship of all time. 
No. That's hard to compete with 2004. When I'd say the 2004 World Series was awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is probably the second worst Marathon Monday ever. Just want to get that out there. Um, but, I mean, I'd say 2004 it was just something also very special. Obviously, for sentimental reasons, maybe 2013 was the most important for a city. But, I mean, the 86-year curse was a big one. It, like, shaped my – it changed me as a person. I like, see. I was, like, genuine – I never felt that much genuine happiness than when the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004. See, I, that, I mean, obviously that would be my second one, but I just think that we were young. I mean, we were, what, eight when that happened? Um, so I remember 13 a little better, first of all. And second of all, that World Series was kind of anticlimactic, like – Sure, the buildup was amazing. The Rockies. No, that was twenty. That was two thousand seven. That's that one. That one doesn't even matter. But that one, yeah. Um, the World Series was kind of anticlimactic. But the like the Yankees Red Sox series. Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing. But I don't know. That's just I I just think twenty thirteen is more special to me because I remember it better and and it was it meant more to me at that time because I already seen I I already seen three Patriots Super Bowls. Um, I'd already seen a. World, uh, Stanley Cup and uh, um, NBA championship, you know. So this this one to me felt more special. I don't know, Dylan. Well, when I said that I knew where you were going with this, I thought you were gonna say, since this is the first year since that we haven't had the marathon, that Boston sports is gonna win or something. No, I thought you were gonna no. say something. Red Sox sucks. Patriots like are going down the tubes, <laughs> and the other two teams, who knows when they're gonna play? Well, again, I ever. mean. <laughs> the Bruins still are. Good. The Bruins technically, I guess, have won the Stanley Cup now. But Cam, I know this is kind of a off topic for you, but any any input? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I guess I agree. That's uh, <laughs> sure. Whatever. I know it's kind of a don't, weird one, but don't I like just... don't like the Red Sox. Um, I think it's a shame that the Diamondbacks didn't let the Yankees win in 2001. That's true. That's that's just rude, honestly. After 9/11. Um, I think the Saints is bigger. Saints on nine championship after Katrina, um, but but sure, take have your have your uh, <laughs> all right fun with that. Well, that's my waste to take. Cam, why don't you go into yours? I think there's a Jordan curse, and I think the Bulls will never win another championship. <laughs> um, I didn't watch the documentary, but I understand everyone's freaking out about it, and I think he cursed the team. The dude's never happy. He didn't He's always go, crying. He never went back to the Bulls. He went to the Wizards, and then he went to coach in the Charlotte Bobcats. How'd that work out for he you? He played baseball. He played a little baseball. He's got something against the Bulls after he <laughs> left them. I don't know what it was, but he doesn't want anyone else winning with the Bulls. Bulls are never going to win it again, ever. Is that your waste to take, or you just go yep. on that field? Yeah, that's the waste to take. Oh. And that um, the Bulls are never winning another championship? Mm-hmm. The curse of Michael Jordan. Well, the problem is their management. Gar packs. That's part of the team, though. They're awful. The, the front office is terrible. Is it Jordan Curse? He is. So I watched the last dance. We can talk more about it later. But he is a, a bit of a jerk, Michael Jordan. He's, yeah. But but that's part of what makes him him, and that's that's part He's of what made him a gambler. Yeah, that's but that's part like him being a an ass was kind of ha- like how we define himself as a competitor. I don't know. I I. They don't have any talent right now. They stink. Zach Levine. <laughs> They're bad. There might be something to that. I mean, 
The best chance they had was Derrick Rose, and Michael Jordan and saw it coming, and he broke Derrick Rose. He did that. They had Luol Day, was it Luol, Carlos Boozer, Jimmy Butler, Joe Kim yeah. Noah. That whole squad was elite. And I don't think Butler was there yet. Maybe not. But Derrick Rose dying is, is Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Directly coming from the hand of Michael Jordan, a.k.a. Baltimore. <laughs> also... Bald? Huh? <laughs> huh? Weird nose? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, no, but it's kind of like uh, was it uh, Nancy Kerrigan? Yeah, yeah. He's breaking knees and legs. I don't exactly. think he broke Derrick Rose's knee. But I'm saying curse, as in <laughs> yes. Like a, Tucker, any thoughts to the MJ curse on the Bulls? I mean, I guess. Um, Tucker, I don't have much to say. I mean, they're a talentless team right now, but I mean, they were really good. At Back in the Derrick Rose days, and I imagine that at one point they'll get back up there. I don't think they're that poor. I mean, they've had issues of recent, but I think they'll get back up to where they were. I think the front point. office. Because it's the Bulls, and I feel like it's a destination people want to be just because of the legacy of Jordan. Well, when's the last time a big free agent went to the Bulls? They were I supposed mean, not to get recently, Le- but they're always one of the options. They were supposed to get LeBron during the decision. Yeah, they were. They're. They're just. I don't know. I. I think the way the front office is run. I'm telling you right now, if if LeBron ever goes to the Bulls, and I think going back to a couple weeks ago, the only way LeBron goes to the Bulls is if Bronny gets dropped by the Bulls. That'd be great. That'd be nuts. And I think they both might get hurt because of Michael <laughs> Jordan. Michael Jordan might curse them. Maybe so. they just run into each other. <laughs> he is, seems to be upset for somebody that's had a pretty good life. He seems to be upset a lot of the time. So mad. <laughs> He's so rich. I think he's out of money. <laughs> he can't be out of money. He can't. He, he has, has constant the shoe flow of money from the, the, oh, yeah, the shoe. The shoe deals. Uh, Jordan's are just coming out always. Uh, Dylan, got one? No. Tucker, ways to take. Ways to take. All right. So this is going to be controversial. A lot of people are going to say, Tucker, you're an idiot for this one. But the Kansas City Chiefs with their first-round pick – should move up and get a wide receiver like Henry Ruggs. I think that that team, I know they have a ton of weapons, but you're telling me you put Henry Ruggs on the opposite there? Sammy Watkins is gone within a year. Now who's your two wide receiver? Tell me who's the next wide receiver for them. Is Nicole a wide receiver? Yeah, Nicole Hardman. He's fat. He's fast, but I mean, he's not an elite talent at the receiver position, and I don't think they really have anyone after that. I think they need another guy. I don't think once that Sammy's at all. gone. I like. I know this is like one of the best offenses of all time, and saying that they need another weapon, but I mean, they didn't lose much, and they're gonna lose Sammy next year. I think where they're weakest right now is probably gonna be wide receiver. So I don't think they're trading up, and I don't think they should either. I mean, I, I think there's rumors they are. I think if they're going, if they're going to get receivers, it'll be mid rounds. It'll be second or third, and I'll use them as depth, depth guys. Those first five guys are just I know, incredible. I know, but I just I mean I think you're give they be have to give up too much value. People, I mean, I just think they'd have to give up too much value at this point. I mean, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. They have this year set. You know, they have a guy in Hardman who's coming up. If you draft a guy in the third or fourth, maybe and a guy that can develop or next and you and you go after a guy next year, then you're set. 
And and with the with the quarterback they have, they're going to be a destination for the next 15 years for wide receivers. I'd put like a grand on the on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl again. Yeah, no, they'll probably they probably will win it again. This but, year's this year's a, a, a cakewalk for them. But I'm just saying, I I think for the future. Wide receiver, wide receiver talent is going to want to go and play with Patrick Mahomes. It's like the new Tom Brady thing where people were always like, oh, I want to go play with Brady. Like, sure, the Patriots didn't pull the trigger most of the time, but I feel like the Chiefs will, uh, especially Andy Reid with the high-powered offense. So I don't I don't think they're going to do this, and I don't think they should either. Dylan? All right, so who's trading up? I was the too Chiefs. busy. Oh, okay. The was, Chief, Tucker was, says the Chiefs are trading up a lot. I was too busy drinking my Corona Refresca. Not a sponsor, but can be a sponsor. So the Chiefs, huh? Okay. He's saying now, so he called you a loser last week for saying that the, they were going to lose their talent. But now he's saying they're going to lose Sammy Watkins next year. I, I already said I this. I said this at the Sammy beginning Watkins of our attack. podcast. I said this three months ago. They don't have the cap or the money or the whatever to hold on to the guys after next year, so they need to go all in this year. So I don't know what they got to do, but they're going to go all in, maybe win this year, because next year it's going to be worse for them. So you think they will trade for wide receivers? Sure. All right. <laughs> Cam? I think there's some logic to it, but at the end of the day, the wide receiver class is so deep that by the time it gets to the Chiefs, you're probably going to have – Two guys, the, the Mims from Baylor and the TCU guy, left on the board that if you need a wide receiver, you can just snag one of those guys and they'll probably make it work for you. Um, I don't think they're going to risk trading up. If they do, I don't think they'll take a wide receiver. I think they'll they'll target some other area, maybe corner. I still think their defense can get better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. If they just want to dominate everyone always, they could they could they could get somebody quick like Ruggs. They trade up to like seventeen or something. People forget Ruggs is going to be a bust. <laughs> well, Write that one down. The Chiefs are an anomaly because Tyreek Kill is supposed to be a bust too. So, uh, Dill. I mean, uh, yeah, Dill. Ways to take. You got one. Now. Okay, yeah, I figured one out. So, during the uh, the Corona time here with no sports and everything going on, how about we do some sort of like. I don't know, exhibition thing between each sports, like so, or not each sports, but say you have one sport like baseball, how about we just get a bunch of power hitters and just do a home run derby in an empty stadium? Can they do that? I don't see why not. You got a guy pitching, he's 40 feet away, got a guy hitting, nowhere near anybody else in the turtle. What if he has corona and he hits, he beans the guy and it gets transferred through the ball? Worth it. Did Jim (laughs) told me? Yeah, get, get old Paul guys. Canarco. Yeah. Get, like, some, some big, get Griffey like, out there. But like some some young old guys, like 90s, 2000s guys that retired. Get A-Rod out Poppy. there. I, so wait, no. So I agree with this. I think the way you could do it, though, you could do it even without the, like, like the being. Players? You could Yeah, no, but you could do it without seeing each other. So the NBA oh, yeah. was talking about doing doing parts. doing a horse doing a horse game <laughs> yeah. and you just shoot horse. You just go to you just go to your local yeah. field and you measure out like if you really want to make it legit. Yeah, who cares? You just, measure just, the distance. Just hit at Fenway. Nobody's gonna be there. Yeah. And so they everybody just goes race. to a ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> they go to their team's ballpark and they hit. I mean, I don't see why this wouldn't work. Yeah. Let's and then the NBA can do like threes or they do horse. Dunk, They're doing talking about doing horse. Yeah. Horse. yeah. We need stuff like that. We need something on TV that's live, that's happening, that we can see players that we know 
doing things, doing things <laughs> in the moment. Like, I'm getting tired. Don't get me wrong, it's fun to relive memories, like Trey said earlier, but I'm getting a little bit tired of going on TV and having to watch, you know, the 06 hockey finals. Like, I'm not that interested, so give me something. No, I like it. I like that take. This is your best take in probably two months. Wow. I will I will backtrack on my takes, and I will show you that my takes have been good for the past month and a half. Dylan, I love this take. I don't know where you got. I don't know where you got. Inspiration. No, no, no. Trey, you're laughing at a different thing. Where does the inspiration come from this one, Dylan? I mean, it just came from the heart. Oh, I'm sure. The heart being me. Um, <laughs> Tucker, any thoughts to any of sporting events that should be done, you know, with social distancing? I mean, home run derby would be the perfect one to social distance with. I can't really think of any other ones that would work so perfectly. I'm trying to think. Let's get a bunch um, of kickers. I don't kick, care about hockey Google. enough. Basketball, football. Yeah. Baseball is the only one you can really do it with right now. What about a dunk contest like they did with um, back when Michael, Ur- Michael Irvin and Chris Carter did it? Of other sports, dunk top contest. So Odell doing the dunk contest. Oh, yeah. With we need some chars sports or something, something crazy. Sure. Like that. How about boxing? Let's have, oh wait, that's too that's close. Too close. Yeah. That's blood. That's bleeding and sweat. Test negative and then <laughs> test negative and then box. Yeah. <laughs> How about we boxing? Yeah, there you go. Um, I love all the video. Uh, oh, that's oh. our show. <laughs> wow. Hey, Corona. That's a drink. Mentioning we boxing was minus four million. Yo, if you had, if, yeah, if you had money on the we boxing being mentioned during this podcast, collect those tickets. Um, all right. So that's wasted takes. Uh, we'll put up a poll. I'm gonna win this week. I know I am. Um, so. It's going to be me or Dylan. You're trash, for sure. Um, I'm taking a half point off Dylan. I, I, I'll accept it. Oh, I just want to say last week, Tucker, you're the winner. First week I ever didn't vote for myself in Waste Take of the Week. I looked at my Waste of Take and I said, this isn't a good take. I couldn't find though. I could, well, I think no, I, I, I don't agree with you. Yeah, but you said you like it. No, I, this is what I thought. Is, this, so is, like this is it. I hated Dylan's. I hated mine. I liked yours, but I don't agree with it. I don't think they're drafting a quarterback. They and have to drop the quarterback. Not, some yeah, late. Late. He's late. He's not going to so start. Late. Your, so your take late. was he's going to be the starter. He is. I he still don't understand why you don't like my take. Because yeah. it just, it's it's bad. It, there's no basis. But no, there is always a guy who has like good hair and is a trash player on your team. That's right, a there's thing. a guy that balled in his trash, too. Brett Gardner. Ogalskis. Brett Gardner's great. He's a gamer. <laughs> that guy, that is that is the epitome of my take is Brett Gardner. <laughs> Brett Gardner is perfect. I can't but, believe didn't bring him up. All right. Well, Tucker. Well, that guy didn't put a name on the back of his jersey on the name. I'm tagging the name weekend because he was too gritty and was like, I want to play baseball. Not He's be a fast one. Not be fancy wearing stupid names on the back jerk. of my jersey and stupid socks. He's the biggest hardo in sports. Puts his heart out on the field. So, Tucker, no hair. I technically gave you the win this week because I voted for you. But I'm just letting everybody I know. I didn't, vo- I didn't vote for myself. I knew my take was trash. I didn't have a take going in, so I just threw one out. Um, I liked Cam's take, but I don't think it's going to happen, so I voted for Tucker. So I gave Tucker the win. So now I feel bad about it. But, all right. Hey, if you voted for somebody else, I would have won. I know. I know. I'm almost happy that I did vote for Tucker because your take shouldn't. Doesn't it's, good, it's good. It's okay. good. 
Okay, honestly. Just for the integrity. Um, okay, so yeah. last night, ESPN started airing The Last Dance, the documentary on Michael Jordan. And I watched it. I think I was the only one that watched it. Did anybody else watch yeah, it? I don't know. I heard about it. Talk about this. Other than what I can say I is that I plan on watching it this week. Yeah, I couldn't watch it just because I was in quarantine. A little update on me: I got tested for the coronavirus uh, Friday. Um, great news this morning: I am negative. Woo! So that doesn't mean you could have got it between then. I, I no, you're right. I'm kind of hoping I did, but um. Another news I'm negative, so I've been quarantined in my room with no TV, nothing. So I couldn't watch it last night. Plan on watching it this week. Um, based on the tweets of what I saw, I, I, I'm thinking I might turn over a, a new leaf into the Michael Jordan. You know, I like him, but I still think that he, as a person, is not as flamboyant and loving as Michael Jordan or as uh, LeBron James. You know, he wouldn't do the whole Taco Tuesday thing. So, I'm, I'm a big Bron Bron guy still. So, wait, what, we'll see. What, what are they saying on the Twitter sphere? They love it. Oh, yeah. Memes everywhere. Just they, commentary about it. Do they everybody not, loves it. Do they Someone not like started Jordan? Jordan? No, everybody loves Jordan. My, so, this is what I was going to say about it. Is I was the only one who watched it. You guys should definitely watch it. It's going to be the talk of the sports world for the next two months. This is such an L for the Bron Bron crowd. People are going to come out of this hating LeBron more than they've ever hated him. Just because this shows I so I always thought that LeBron and MJ were like like neck and neck, like right with each other. Watching this LeBron is not even close to MJ. MJ would beat LeBron by fifty in one on one. Yeah. LeBron stinks. MJ's good. Well the thing the thing about basketball and when What's your thought why is that? Just watching this documentary, he's such a he's so much more of a competitor. The guy hated losing more than anything. I don't think LeBron hates losing that much. I don't think he cares. I think as long as he's getting good press, points. As long as he scores points and gets good press, he doesn't care about losing. Sure, he doesn't like to lose, but he it's not Michael Jordan. The team, not about exactly. Michael Jordan hated losing more than any other athlete I've ever seen. Based on these two episodes, that's it. There's ten, there's eight more episodes come. He hated losing more than any athlete I've ever seen. And he he was more competitive. LeBron, he's happy to get to the finals. Like he's happy to get to the finals. LeBron, Michael's not. Michael wanted to win. He wanted to win. They were talking about tanking for draft picks early in his career. He refused to tank. He was like, no, I'm not tanking. I'm, and he was like calling out management, saying, I'm not tanking. We're not losing. I refuse. I just think this is this is gonna be a huge L for the Bron Bron crowd. This whole documentary. People are already like. This has made made me gain more respect for Michael Jordan than well, I've ever had. The, like I said before, I think he's a scumbag. I still think he's kind of an, like an asshole, but I don't know. Dylan, your thoughts? The the biggest thing I notice whenever I just watch clips of, of Jordan playing is just the hard nosed basketball that was played and when he was playing, and it's like. The way they crashed the boards, the way they went up for dunks, the way people tried to stop guys at the rim, it was just played a little bit more hard nosed. They showed a clip last now. night, yeah. And and I think if if I just I can't imagine having really anybody in the league today matching up with those guys as hard nosed as they did. They showed a clip. And that's why I of, like yeah. like uh, Jordan a lot. They showed a clip of Scottie Pippen dunking on a guy, and he literally, legitimately dunked on him and then just shoved him to the ground. No foul call. He dunked on him and just took his arm and pushed him into the ground. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said. Different era. And I do think 
I will say that I think LeBron's a better athlete than Michael Jordan. I think he's built better. I think he could probably play any other sport better than him. But I think from a pure basketball standpoint... LeBron hasn't played baseball, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> Michael Jordan was, what, triple A, bit bad of 100. He was trash. But I don't know. I think this is a big L for the Brown Brown uh, crowd cam. So is Tim Tebow, by the way. We're going to see. We're going to see. Uh, Tucker, any, any other thoughts to Michael Jordan? Um... I can't say anything because I'll get yelled at right now because I haven't seen the documentary yet. I don't want to say anything because I'm watching it this week, and then I'm going to have to bite my tongue and probably have to retract statements. So I'm going to wait till next week and make a formal statement on my thoughts. I agree with that. All right. So moving on. Big, big week. NFL draft. Here we go. Been waiting for it. Um, get I guess the yeah, I guess they had a mock today drafting like NFL legends to teams just to see how it would work. No, it was it was the same draft. I don't think it was because you it wouldn't want to give away who you're picking. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, they what they did today was they drafted the people from the draft, but I don't think it was like NFL managers doing it or something. I don't know. It was it Well, was, they had a mock draft today, whether it was, it was the players in the draft or not. They were saying it was a disaster. Yeah. They said they well, couldn't no, even they get the first start, pick in. said it started off bad with the first pick and went smoothly the rest All right. Of well, hackers beware. I I'm I'm ready for it. But so we decided we're going to do a little waste yeah. of takes mock draft. We were each as, uh, assigned a group of teams. Uh, some have less teams, but these teams have more picks. We're just doing the first round. So I'll list off my teams. My teams are the Lions, the Panthers, the Jets, the Broncos, the Eagles, the Pats, of course, the Seahawks, and the Packers. Cam, what are your teams? I have very few teams. I only have the Giants, the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and the 49ers. But combined, they have eight picks. Every one of us have eight picks. So yeah, we have eight picks. Uh, Dylan, your right. picks. I have the Bengals, the Chargers, the Browns, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Vikings for Two and the Titans. Tucker, your picks. You're muted. I have it right now. I got the Redskins, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Falcons, the Raiders again, the Saints, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. All right. So, so we're gonna go in order. Uh, the first pick, Cam. You will. You 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 you'll MC this because you've got it up on your computer. Yeah, I got you. So, Dylan, we're going to go ahead and first pick over to you with the Bengals. Who are going to go for it? We're going, I don't think, to anybody's surprise, Joe Burrow, quarterback. Bengals need it. He's going to be good. I think good for a long time. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, we don't really have guys, to talk about you it. You guys know my Yeah, no, my that, one's an, that one's obvious. <laughs> um, Tucker, we're going to you with the skins. I mean, you have to go with the most talented. Look, this team doesn't need a quarterback, so I'm taking Chase Young here. He's the most talented next. He's the next most talented person in the draft. And so I feel like he's the easy choice here. Yeah, I mean, you could argue. You could argue Tua. I just thought maybe the Redskins would be dumb and redskin it up. But with some with smart smart coaches coming in. I can see Chase Young. Probably going to happen. I think it's Chase Young. Easy. I mean, I think if they do anything else, they're stupid. <laughs> We're going to go number three to the Lions. Trey. Lions, another team that could take Tua, but I think they're riding with uh, Stafford. I think they're going Jeff Okuda, quarterback out of the Ohio State University. OH, baby. Um, solid corner. Best corner in the draft. Um, so I, I, I think people are saying Tua. People are saying this is a trade opportunity, too. They might trade down. I don't think they do. I think they draft direct Jeff Okuda here. 
Um, I got the Giants next. I think this is also another trade opportunity. The Giants said they were actually open to it, and I wouldn't doubt that they do this just because Gettleman's an idiot. They Chase Young and Okuda are the two guys that they probably want the most. And um, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded up, but I'm going with Isaiah Simmons. They need a guy that can rush the outside and handle the linebacker position. Um, they haven't had a guy at linebacker that could do that since Antonio Pierce back in the 07 championship. So so you think he's going to be a linebacker because he's a safety too. Yeah, I think he's going to play like a cat. I think he's going to yeah. be like an outside linebacker type. Um, he's going to be able to pose an edge threat. Um, I, think, I think he's a guy for it. The Giants can use him well. He's kind of like Landon Collins played strong safety a couple of years ago and crushed it. So – you got athletes out there. You guys still have uh, what's his name out of Michigan? Uh, yes, yes, we do. What the um, hell's his name? Uh, Jabril Peppers. Peppers, yeah. Um, so as a Giants fan, would you be happy with that pick? Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I mean, the guy who played for Clemson, they he pretty much shut it down. He's the next best player in the draft, in my opinion. Um, Wait, who went number three? Sorry, I missed it. Okuda. Okuda, and then Simmons. Okay. What number five? Four. 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 So who's the next pick? Yeah. So I'm, I have the next picks with the Dolphins, and you guys know my opinion on the Dolphins. I would, I was adamant about being the one to pick for them. Um, I'm going with Tristan Wirfs, the offensive tackle from Iowa. Oh, okay. I think, I think that's what needs to happen. He's the best offensive tackle in the draft. I actually disagree with you just there. Okay. Well, I think Andrew Thomas is better. Well. You can argue whatever you want. I think the Dolphins need an offensive tackle more than they need Tua right now. I don't think Tua is it. You've heard this from me a million times. So they got three picks. They can. You know, so you think? So clearly, you think he's not going to Miami with any of these picks? No, I, I think he's probably going to go next pick to the Chargers, but that's up to Dylan. So Tristan Wirfs, O tackle to Miami. Go ahead, Dill. Yeah, I'm going Tua to the Chargers. Tua Wanahaka Lugi to the Chargers. Exactly. How do you actually pronounce his last name? Tiger by Loa. Okay. He's very much Hawaiian. Sure. Um, I mean, that'll be an interesting pick. Uh, the Patriots, there's a lot of buzz in the Patriots camp about them trying to trade up for Tua. Ew. Which I really don't think is going to happen. I, I, think, like I think Bill would. Bill would never drop. Never. Tucker, any thought to that? Yeah, Tua going to the Chargers? Like I mean, no, if he no. falls to them, I think they'd be an idiot not to take him. He's better than Herbert in every way, shape, or form. I think you have to take the risk there. He's dumb. He's yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh, the Wonderlick test. The Wonderlick test came out, and he is the dumbest by a lot. By a lot. Well, Lamar Jackson's dumb. Lamar so, Jackson so is dumb Jackson too. Also <laughs> get you wings, but he can't bring you to the ship. That's my that's my take. What was his score? Like a thirteen? <laughs> thirteen, unconfirmed. That can't be good. Non-confirmed reports say Tua dumb as a sack of rocks. I I got a forty-four on that. So yeah. And yeah, we played D six football in Massachusetts. Like, it doesn't surprise me that he's dumb. He went to Bama, like the Harvard of the South. Um. Okay, next pick. We got the Panthers at seven. All right, that's me. Panthers, they're a mess, um, but they need to shore up that defensive line. They got to put some rush. They got a lot of Pro Bowl quarterbacks in that division. Now they got Brady. They got Breeze. They got one other guy. Who else is in that division? Uh, Bucks. 
in the NFC Ryan South. Lee. Oh, Ryan. Oh, Ryan, not Ryan, obviously. Um, so they're going to go with a D tackle here. They're going Derek Brown out of Auburn, D tackle. They're going to put some uh, pressure on those Pro Bowl quarterbacks, those MVP quarterbacks. Has Drew Brees ever won an MVP? Never. Wow, that's unbelievable. Okay, never mind. Everyone else in the division except him. Except for him. Well, wow. Cam well Cam's gone. dead, yeah, so never mind. Um, all right, next pick. Yeah. Is that me? That's Cardinals, yeah. Cardinals. Awesome. So the best move for the Cardinals here is you got to protect your QB. you got a great QB in Kyler Murray, and you got to protect him, and that's why you take Andrew Thomas here. He's who I personally believe is the best offensive tackle in this draft, and I think they need they definitely need help on that part of their game. And they need to either look at defense or uh, offensive line. I just think their number one priority needs to be protecting a quarterback like Kyler Murray, who's a mobile guy. He's out of the pocket a lot. You want someone that can protect him, and I think Andrew Thomas fits that role perfectly. That's a solid pick. you got to protect the young guy. That's a good pick. All right, next pick. Uh, next pick is to the Jaguars. I think this is an easy pick. It's mine. Uh, C.J. Henderson out of Florida. They got rid of Jalen Ramsey over uh, over the course of the year. They need another guy that can step up like that. Chomp, chomp, last, baby. Last time they had a guy from Florida playing corner over there, they um, went to the AFC Championship and unfortunately lost. But they had Blake Bortles, so now they got – the, who do they have? Gardner. <laughs> Gardner, and they're probably going to draft somebody else late. But I like C.J. Henderson yeah. here. I think he's he's by far the best corner available. Those elite those elite Florida cornerbacks yeah. always coming out. Love to see it yeah. as a Gators fan. So um, that's, that's it. Browns up next at ten. Big pick. Yeah, I got, I got him here. So I'm going to go uh, C.D. Lamb, wide receiver. Yeah. And people might be. I like upset pick. about that because, you know, the Browns have Odell and Landry. That's why I don't think that they're doing it. But well, I'll tell you, uh, yeah, either they're going to trade Odell. Landry's also way overpaid, and I don't think he's, like, even really that good. So if you can have Odell be your one, have the this lamb guy be your two, and, and free, up, lamb guy. <laughs> free, free, free up uh, Landry to do some things as the three, Um I think that's a really good combo for a team with Baker Mayfield at the helm. So I'm, I think a wide receiver would be good for them. I think that's the stupidest pick of the draft so far. I think you need to get a guy that can protect Baker Mayfield because he's already, you know, blowing it on his own. Giving him more weapons is not going to do the trick. He has, like Tucker would say, he has the best wide receiver duo in the league, whatever. He has one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. He can. He should be able to make that work. Get him some protection. Drop Jedrick Willis. Drop Becton from Louisville. Somebody that there's a lot. It's a deep O tackle. Drop. Yeah. Give him some. Tucker best. So there's a really good class for offensive linemen, and I think Antonio Cowway is also a decent third option already that they have there. I mean, in terms of third options, he's not bad. He's very young. I think just getting. Giving up on them this early would be a really stupid decision on their part. You know what? The thing is, I can totally see the Browns doing this, though. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all for one of these top three wide receivers to end up in Cleveland. It would not surprise me at all because that – I mean, that's what they think – that's how they think they're going to fix the problem. They just throw offensive weapons in there, and they're like, oh, that fixes it. We, we're going to win. We're going to win the division now. 
and they'll probably end up in fourth. Might work in Kansas City, like Tucker said. So talk if they, I mean, if they add him, do they go from being a top five <laughs> offense in the NFL to the number one automatically, or what? I mean, in terms of weapons, they have the number one. I yeah. agree. I mean, are you going to debate that those three wide receivers and those two running backs all in one 100%. offense? Well, when your quarterback, when your quarterback is hot sucks. garbage, it won't be the best offense in the NFL. I'll give you that, but. Um, I mean, in terms of weapons, it's not much to be. The biggest mistake the Browns ever made was dropping Baker number one. They should have stuck with Tyrod Taylor and took the next best guy in the draft that wasn't the quarterback. Baker was not the answer. That whole draft class was not the answer. Lamar. I mean, Lamar could have made it work, apparently. Yeah, you're right. Well, who would have saw that coming? But they had another pick. They had four that year, too. They got Denzel Ward. That was a good pick. But... Whatever, CD Lamb to the Brown. Jets, number 11. Trey, is that you? It is. Jets. So I had CD going to the Jets. Um, they need they need some help, a wide receiver. 100%. Uh, they ha- I couldn't tell you one guy outside of Anderson. Inua, Quincy Inua. Oh, yeah, but, but, but last year. Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. They're, their receivers are trash. And they got, a, they got a division where, at least on the Patriots, their, play, their rival has – a ton of talent in the defensive backfield. Um, so they're going wide receiver. They're going Jerry Judy out of Bama. Um, probably my favorite receiver in this draft. CD probably better, but I my favorite receiver in this draft is Jerry Judy. Um, so, yep, uh, as much as it pains me as a Patriots fan, I think they're taking Jerry Judy, and I think he's going to be good. So that's my pick. He's going to be a force. Raiders. I mean. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a guy you have to take here. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect him to fall this far in the draft. He had to take Justin Herbert. I mean, Marcus Mariota, maybe he's the fix this year, maybe not, but he's not your long-term solution. They're not building a team around Marcus Mariota as if he's a cure to all their problems. You gotta take Herbert here. He's a, I mean, he's debatably the second best QB in this draft, and. If you don't take him here, I don't know where he goes. So I'd say, yeah, you take Justin Herbert and you're happy about it. I mean, I kind of like this. I think this puts Oakland – or sorry, wow, Las Vegas in a spot where they have combined the best three quarterback talent out of anyone in the NFL. I mean, Herbert, Mariota, Carr, to have all three of them is, is, is kind of – Two mediocres and one who knows quarterback. Yeah, so, I mean, just having them battle it out would be very fun. Everyone's a West Coast guy. We got two Oregons, by the way, now, Herbert and Mariota, and then Carr, um, Fresno State. So just having those guys battle it out and put them on hard knocks again. See what happens. The Raiders get another pick and, you know, seven more picks, they get another one. We'll see if they pick up a wide receiver to add because they, God knows, they need one. So, all right. Um, next pick. Uh, next pick is the 49ers. Um, they traded up. I forget who the Colts, I believe. Um, originally, I was trying to get Lamb. I was trying to get uh, Henderson, the, the corner, but both those guys taken. I'm going to go with um, Jedrick Willis out of Alabama. If you get another guy to protect Garoppolo, give him some more time. He doesn't play well when he's rushed. Uh, that's when he played the worst against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl when he got a lot of pressure. 
Uh, get one more guy. They got McGlinchey last year out of uh, Notre Dame, get, or two years ago maybe. Get some young guys to protect the quarterback. They got a young quarterback. Get him, get him uh, situated for a couple of years to come. I think um, that's probably the best option for them, O-Tackle. Other than that, I mean, they could add another corner. No one really good enough this point in the draft. They need a wide receiver. They could take rugs, but he's, you know, he, did, he just didn't prove too fast. He didn't prove himself enough in, in, in game play as he did in the combine, and it's just a risk when you already have. Did they re-sign Sanders? No, I don't no. think so. No. So they have Debo Samuel, who is my favorite player in the NFL, and they have uh, Kittle, obviously, so. They can get a guy later in the draft, deep wide receiver class. I saw a report today that said they may, they might trade both of their first-round picks because they don't have a lot of picks, I guess, in the next year or two years, so they're trying to uh, up some up some qual- quantity over quality, I guess. I don't know. But, um, Dredrick Willis. Dredrick Willis. Next pick. It's uh, the Bucks. Uh, yeah. I just had one question for Cam. What makes you decide on him instead of Mackie Becton? Um, Top-tier football. Alabama, uh, Alabama over Louisville. Roll Tide, baby. There's no, there's no other Alabama tackle in the next, uh, however many picks. So I'm gonna go with SEC over Louisville every time. All right, Buc- Buccaneers. Well, I'm gonna kind my of new go, fa- my new second favorite team. I'm, I'm kind of gonna go the same route as you, Cam. I'm gonna get an an offensive tackle, and I'm gonna get Mackie Benton. Becton. Mecky Bankton. Right. Gotta protect that fragile old son of a bitch in the back po- in the pocket, huh? Alright, next pick. Uh the next pick is the Broncos. So, I'm Broncos. Um You know, Elway likes his weapons. He likes his shiny things. He likes his tall quarterbacks. And now he wants a fast guy. He wants that, that hot <laughs> rod to bring Tom, in. Before you say this, I accidentally clicked <laughs> on Henry Ruggs. For the Broncos, because I clicked Mackie too fast, and the next best guy was Henry Ruggs, so go ahead. Well, that's my pick. Henry Ruggs the third yeah. is my pick. Um, good. That this draft for the Broncos is about two words. Drew Locke. Drew Locke's a stud. He, 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 he balls out to music on the sidelines. I said I hated him first episode. I was wrong. He's a stud. He's going to be good. Give him some weapons Get in that, in that mile-high air. You get a fast guy like Ruggs. You get a guy who can bomb it down the field with a rocket arm. You got an offense in John Elway's mind. So they're going to uh, Henry Ruggs, the third out of Alabama, the wide receiver. I like that pick a lot. Well, that's actually kind of a good pick because if you're going to be playing in Denver and you got that that thin air up there, bomb you, it. You want a guy that can run? Just that's hawk the, it. That's the pick. That's Ch- going to be their pick. Chuck, yeah. chuck it because the defense is going to be winded as hell. <laughs> but, the game. but people forget. Henry Ruggs, too fast. He's going to be a bust. <laughs> Next pick. Falcons, 16. Falcons, 16. Um, yeah, so Falcons, I think this is a clear pick. I think there's only one guy that they need that's anywhere near this. And so you got to take AJ wow. uh, Epineza. Wow, that wow. screws up my picks. Jeez. I mean, you have to take him. I mean, all their needs is just... The only other shot that I can see them taking is DeAndre Swift here. But even that, I don't even think works out well. I mean, I think Epinesa is the only thing you can do here. You need to help 
you need help on the defensive side of the ball for them. And I think that he's a game changer, possibly. That's I mean, a reach. He was very good at Iowa. Reach. Big reach. I do like empanadas. <laughs> All right. Next pick. Next pick's the Cowboys. Oh, fuck. Damn boys. You good over there, Tech? All right. Next. Oh yeah, Cowboys. Uh, we them boys. I need a corner. So who's on? Who's on the? Mr. Diggs. Trevon Diggs. Trevon Diggs. Down to Texas. I like that pick. I like him. that pick a lot, actually. No. Yeah, I like it. Half. Let me tell you, if I'm going for him. I'm trading down 10 spots. Yeah, well, we're not trading in this draft, Tuck. It's no trade draft. Why would you trade for him? And no, I would trade back 5 or 10 picks. Cause there's no way he's going below before 2025. What? He was He's the 26th best player in the draft. I don't think anyone's going for him. I'd say the first team that I can see on this list going for him is the Vikings. Do you have a Cowboys pick then, uh, other than him? Let me see. I, I also had research the, the Cowboys. Yeah, I no, I don't expect you to have one. I just you're so against it. Um, I just, um, but I like the pick. I like. Uh, I think that's I like Diggs. Pick. Yeah. No, I think Diggs. You don't. You don't think they could use a wide receiver? No. No. Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb. Is Amari resigning? Or yeah, he resigned. Yeah. Do Amari? I really think Randall Cobb's that good? He's fine. They have a stud running back if too. If anything, they're gonna have a tight end in the next round. They'll get. Randy Moss's kid. Or yeah, whatever. Thad Moss in the like third or fourth. He I'm, might go to the Patriots I'm third or fourth too. I'm not worried about the Cowboys offense. But, um, all right, next pick. Uh, Dolphins. You guys are going to love this one. Dolphins are going with running back DeAndre Swift. I think this is a reach. Dumb. Nope. That's the pick. They, they, have, they need a quarterback, Cam. No, no, no. They're fine. You know my, you know my take here. Fitzpatrick's the future. They, you know my take here. They're going to get a quarterback in the second round, probably from or somebody like that. DeAndre Swift is the pick here. He is going to light it up in Miami. Uh, they have zero running back skills right now. Yeah, no. Uh, their best running back was Fitzpatrick last year. Yeah, no. <laughs> in terms of it's yards. Sad. In actually, terms of yards. Actually. So no, I'm not kidding. Somebody that Look can, at the numbers. That can pound it down. I don't like Jonathan Taylor. Maybe they'll wait until the next round to get um, the dude out of Ohio State, whatever his name is. Or, I mean, maybe even the uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire out of LSU. But, I, I mean, Swift? I mean, that's yeah. you, name you, can't, you, you can't be a running back and have Swift as a name and not get picked. I think that's the pick. Early. I think they got to do it. That's a great name. They got to do it. Pick the big guys. Is he born with that name or did he just the make that names. up? No way. Um, All right. Raiders 19. Tucker? Now – if you're the Raiders, if you're a Raiders fan this is an and this happens in the my, draft, in you're my, ecstatic because you take Justin Jefferson right now and Justin Herbert, you got two Justins in the first round, okay, and your that. offense just went from lackluster to awesome. Yeah, I'd be so excited if I, I would be so excited for the future of the team if you get both those guys because I, I mean this it. is the best wide receiver class that mm-hmm. I can remember in I NFL history. That. And I think getting the number three guy out of there, I mean, all these guys are tier one receivers. And, I mean, getting Justin Jefferson right here would be a huge get for them. Wow. Uh, who's the next pick? It's the Jaguars. So this is going to be a tough one for me. Um, I'm fighting between two guys. Um, 
I mean, they're thinking Javon Cleanlaw out of South Carolina or Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Um, the reason I'm probably going to go with Kinlaw is that D tackles are kind of a diamond dozen. So I feel like I need, I need to, you know, take one that, that is projected high or you might not get one in the long run. And God knows that the Jacksonville Jaguars need something going. Uh, I already picked a corner with them. So I'm going to go with Javon. Oops, I accidentally picked for the next one, too, so that's not good. Javon who? Who'd you get? Javon Kinlaw. Kim, South sorry, Carolina. I missed it. D-tackle Javon Kinlaw to South Carolina. All righty, next pick. It's the Eagles, and I accidentally picked Jordan Love, so. Well, that's not what I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have the Eagles. Um, I had Justin Jefferson. Um, I think if he falls, that's who they pick, but. I mean, everyone remembers last year, Aguilar dropping everything. Everybody dropping everything. So down. I have them I going. Need a wide receiver. I have that. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking linebacker here. They think I would think about Kenny Murray. Kenny Murray, Patrick Queen out of LSU. But I think the way that last year's narrative was, how they couldn't catch a pass, they're gonna reach for a wide receiver. Uh, even though the wide receiver class is really deep, I think they go T. Higgins here. T. Ooh. Higgins. Wide receiver, wide receiver out of Clemson. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is the way the fan base is right now, and how how it's the narrative is kind of that Carson Palmer's good, but he has no help is driving that force. So I think they go wide receiver, even if it's you know they're missing out on four really good guys, and they go for T Higgins, who I still think is a solid player. I mean, for the sake of Philadelphia, I hope so, because I don't think I think if they don't get a wide receiver in this first round. I think there's riots. In this I think if, like I said, I think if Jefferson falls, that's who they take. But <laughs> I like T. Higgins here. T. Higgins. Yeah, I do. I do really like T. Higgins. Uh, Vikings, twenty-two. Dylan. Yeah, you know, I I want another corner. Christian uh, Fulton. Christian Fulton. <laughs> yeah, going go, to the Vikings. Going to the Vikings. LSU so. corner. It's actually a good pick. What's his name? Is, is uh, Sherman? Is he on the Vikings? No, he's on the 49ers. Oh, he's on the 49ers. Um, I like this pick. The Vikings need okay. to work work on their defense tremendously. Um, their defensive backfield, at least. Um, they kind of have it figured out with Daniel Hunter, and their D-line's not terrible. Don't uh, they have an old corner? Well, no, no. But like, All right. I'm losing my but, um, So, I think Christian Foles is the right pick here. Their defensive backfield needs work, so uh, I like that one. I just... I think it's an unlucky draft for them just because I think the cornerback class is pretty weak and they really need one. But I think he's the only move you can make in this situation because he's so in desperate need of a corner. Uh, what pick are we on? Uh, Patriots, right? The New England Patriots. So this one I thought about a lot. Um, the original pick was A.J. Spencer, but he went super high. Um they, they think about Xavier McKinney. Uh, they could think about a quarterback. Uh, Jordan Love is being talked about a lot. Um, I think they might go for a guy like Jake Fromm with a high football IQ. But you know what? I think this is a true Belichick pick right here. I think they're going Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. He's a linebacker. Nobody's talking about him. If a Spence is not available... That's who they're going. They're not going big name. They're going Zach Bond, Wisconsin linebacker. They just lost all their linebacker death. 
depth. They lost Alandon Roberts. They lost Jamie Collins. They lost Kyle Van Noy. They need linebacker depth. They have ends that can play. While Espensa is probably their pick if he's there because he's very similar to Trey Flowers when he was there. I think they have some DNs. They have Winovich, um, who they picked last year. Zach Bond is your pick out of Wisconsin, the newest New England Patriot. Eh, maybe. Don't that's know. a yeah, Belichick that's, pick. That's my general reaction, too. But don't tell me that's not a Belichick pick. Fine, don't know enough about him. That's a good pick. Exactly. Just picked yeah, a I don't know anything about him, but pick. I'm looking exactly. at this All right, single well. draft board, and I see like three or four outside linebackers listed before him on the He's like the fifth outside linebacker left on the board. Belichick pick. Zach Bond is the All pick. Right. Fine with it. All right. Next All pick right. is the Saints. All right, so the Saints, this is a tough situation for me because I believe, I really deep down want to believe that uh, Taysom Hill's the future of this organization. And so I'm not going to take Jordan Love. I thought about it. I said, no, no. They need to stay with the stud Taysom Hill, who's going to be the future of this team. And they're going to work on their defense with Kenneth Murray. Wow, okay. I'm looking at him. He's the best outside linebacker left on the board. They have a need for that on their team. Their offense was explosive. Their defense needed a little bit of work. I think that he's the best available. And so I say you take him here. All right. fine with that. I think I haven't heard a, a, a linebacker name out of New Orleans since Jonathan Vilma. So I, Manti Teo. No. I haven't heard his name. Or his girlfriend. <laughs> I think it's a good pick. They need they need something going on on that defense. It's always been bad. Vikings twenty five. Really? Yeah, we we're gonna go with Xavier McKinley. McKinney. God damn. McKinley. <laughs> McKinney. Sorry, can't read. Dyslexic. Not really. Just dumb. So, yeah, he's a son of a guy. No, never mind. Should go in. You you can still switch it. Yeah, okay, we're switching it. I, I'm Hold on, what's going on? Confused. We got a switch up. Dylan, who are you drafting? And, and to, and Tony Winfield? Anthony? Antoine Winfield Jr. Okay, there we go. That's where we're going, because his dad played for the team, and that's fun. So, so <laughs> that's yeah. a good storyline. <laughs> so I, so I, told this, I told Dylan this earlier. Um, this is Antoine Winfield Jr. The Vikings is the best possible pick ever. One, Antoine Winfield Sr., I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he was tremendous safety for the Vikings. Two, Antoine Winfield Jr. went to Minnesota. Three, the Vikings need a safety. Yeah, you could go with Xavier McKinney, but there's way too much family history and location history on the line for you to just knob draft Antoine Winfield here. And, and for those reasons, that's exactly why I decided and to I, play, I knew that. And to play, <laughs> to play for Minnesota and still be considered, you know, the second best. I, w- I will draft. say, though, actually, hometown guys, it's it's hit or miss with hometown guys. But, you know, I'm going hit. So I thought about this on my own, and I'm going for it. All right. Next pick. Yeah, I mean, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take Xavier McKinney. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Who, what team is this? Uh, Dolphins, Dolphins at 26, Xavier McKinney. I mean, if you go ahead and look at the Dolphins right now, they got Tristan Wirfs, my opinion, the best offensive tackle. They got DeAndre Swift, best running back. Now they got Xavier McKinney, arguably the best safety in the draft. This is just loading this team up with talent for the future. 
like I said, the Dolphins are going to be making the playoffs consistently in the next, you know, three, four years. So I love this pick. Um, really not much else you can say about it. This is who they need to take in this spot. It's uh, Seahawks at 27. All right. So this is a big make sure you look out for a trade here. Seahawks might trade down. Um, they need a, They do need a safety. So since we're looking at safeties, I'll go Grant Del, Del Pitt out of LSU. Uh, third best safety yeah. in the draft, but yeah. they need they need that Cam Chancellor figure. You know the Legion of Boom is dead. They need some help on defense, so uh, they're going for Grant Delpit at LSU. Awesome. Next pick. Uh, next pick is the Ravens at twenty eight. Talk. Now it's killing me. It really is that I can't say Jordan Love because I just I think we all agree that um, Lamar Jackson is in the future. Obviously. Okay. But in a serious note, I'm probably going to say they lost a couple people on their line. And so I'd say the best player to take is an offensive lineman because I think it's – I mean, their run game is so important to that team that they need to make up for losing offensive linemen. i say Cesar Ruiz is probably the best player you can take at wow, that position. Wow, a center. A center, Tucker. Yeah, um, he also has um, – some work at guard as well, so he can really he's mobile. He's sorry, he can transition from spot to spot when needed, and so I think he'd be a good spot to have, play any of those three: right guard, left guard, center. All right, next pick. That's a crazy pick after coming off a year with so many you know people on the offensive line. But uh, Titans. Yeah, but they lost. No, they lost one of them at least. I know they got Yonda still, but um, I would have gone with Denzel Mims there, just wide receiver, any talent. But uh, 29 Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. <laughs> I think the tit- Titans could uh, do well for a wide receiver. Another one, A.J. Brown was good. Not He's our best guy, but I don't think he's... Can't top. do it to himself. Yeah, he's, I would say maybe yeah. he's 10th in the league, a little yeah. less than 10. He's all right. He's a solid so, receiver. Uh, get another receiver, open up the, uh, the ground game for Henry, get that team rolling again. All right. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't draft names there. Uh, the Titans have a lot going on the offensive end for them. That's true. Um, they got AJ Brown, Corey Davis, uh, Humphreys, and uh, mm-hmm. and Delaney, Walk- Delaney Walker. Yeah. 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 And Trash Henry, of fantasy did not help my fantasy team. Henry, Deion Lewis actually just went to the Giants, but um, their line was amazing last year. They got to work on the defense, if anything. Just being able to, you know, Logan Ryan being their best corner is not going to work. I think they take A.J. Terrell from Clemson. would have been a better pick, but go ahead, Packers at 30. All right, Packers, simple here. Need help a wide receiver. Somebody to help Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they got Devontae, and that's it. Um, so, unfortunately, they've missed out on most of the big guys, but I still think they go to wide receiver here. I think they go Michael Pittman out of USC, wide receiver. Well, let me just go ahead and find him. Wow, okay. <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr., 60 on the big board. Yep. Not bad. I mean, wide receivers, once you get past, like, the top five, A.J. Brown's a perfect example last year. You never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, take a guy that you just really like. I mean, if they're working with Rodgers, they'll be okay. They're fine. As much as I hate him. But next pick. Um, Yeah, so at this point in the draft, I actually had two guys that I thought would be available. But I do not. So I'm going to go with um, 
Wait, who did I pick first? Okay, I'm going to go with A.J. Terrell with Cle- from Clemson um, to the 49ers. I think Sherman's getting older, and he's just not playing at the level that he needs to. And to increase that defensive backfield would be the best the best opportunity for the Niners. I got an offensive tackle earlier. Um, give them a corner. A.J. Terrell, was he the one? He wasn't the one. He was the opposite side of the guy getting beat left and right down the field against uh, LSU last year in the national championship. So I'll cut him some slack. I think I think he'll be all right. Uh, he's just got to work on his speed a little bit. I think they'll probably take him. All righty. Uh, next pick? It's last pick. Last so pick. Last pick of the first round. And with the Chiefs pick, I think they take Jonathan Taylor here. I think Jonathan Taylor was fantastic at Wisconsin. He was very reliable. He, I saw a talk with him today where he said he's going to bring back the running back position to the glory days. I don't think he's going to do that in the Chiefs' offense. But uh, I think he's a stud running back, and I think he'd work really well with the Chiefs. With a team that seems like they need a running back right now, I think they're guys who Damian Williams, yeah, who's good, but, I mean, nothing special. Uh, so, yeah, I take Jonathan Taylor here. All right. Well, that's the wasted takes. I'm taking a picture of all these. First round picks. mock draft. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll monitor. We'll tweet out draft night how we do. Um, Jordan Love not going in the first round is a wild. No FSU <laughs> guys going in the first round. Who did you end round, up huh? taking at, uh, with the Packers? Cause I, actually I took Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. No, no, no. With the I'm Packers. Sorry. With the Eagles. Eagles, I took Why we T. Seen? Higgins. Higgins, got it. Okay. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll tweet out the list, and we'll say who did what and who got it right. No FSU players came in this draft, huh? This first round? We didn't, we didn't have much talent. Watch uh, out for Asante Samuel Jr. next year. That's all next I'm saying. Year. Cam Akers is going to be good. He's going to go three or four, probably. He's going to be a good running back option. He'll probably be uh, like a backup first year, but he'll he'll grow into like a Jonathan Stewart role, probably. All right. Makers. So we're super into this episode now. We're running a long episode. So let's go through our next uh, couple segments pretty quick. Marble Racing back. Marble Racing, uh, Gels Marble Racing came back with a big, big in a big, big way, starting a new uh, racing. Let's just go through quick and pick our teams. Uh, Cam, I know you picked a team off the bat that I think everybody wanted to pick. Yeah, I was the first one to respond. I said Dragons all the way. Big Dragon fan. I think they came in fourth in the first episode. We all picked before the episode aired, so um, Dragons all the way. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for them. <clears throat> I wanted to pick Dragons, uh, but I went Jaguars because that was my sec- the second coolest name to me. Uh, they're all based on cars, too. So, I mean, the Jaguar is a cool car. So, it's the bad, the evil movie villain car. That's what the commercial was a few years ago. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going on Jags. I was going to go Dragons as well. And, again, just because it's the only white marble and it makes it easier for me to see. But as I was looking through the list, the last one I saw was Ventura Racing. I just thought Ace Ventura. That guy's cool. All righty then. Like a glove. So, I was like, I'm going to go Ace Ventura. And they did. They won the poll and they did pretty good. I think they came in second. Team Tucker? That yeah, my fly. team, I, I went with Neo heavy. 333. I like the marble color, light blue. They had a decent race. They came back near the end. Uh, my father was Mercedes and got his first ever win in a race. He was a, uh, what team was he for? He was a Hornets fan who, fun fact, came in last place in five out of the eight races. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as excited. I'm not as excited for this one as I am for Marvel One because that one's felt more like authentic. This one's like car actual car yeah, names. Yeah, they're trying it's, too hard. Yeah, it's a little weird for me, but I don't know. Well, they I'll have still sponsors watch it. now. They, they big time. Does. I mean, what are we gonna watch otherwise? I have to watch this. To keep me okay, smart. next movie review. Dylan's pick last week: Nacho Libre. Yes. Dylan well, and I have been in a debate. film. For years, for like three years, Dylan's like, you gotta watch this movie. I was like, I don't wanna watch this movie. I don't like this movie. I, I've seen five seconds of it. I hated it. So I finally sat down and watched thing. it. And I've decided I still hate this movie. This movie is terrible. <laughs> I I didn't, ex- like, I expected to laugh at it. There was maybe one or two parts that made me, like, go, like, breathe out my nose, like, <laughs> like kind of like a semi laugh. Bad movie, bad plot, bad acting. I love Jack Whoa. Black. Not good in this. It's a Nickelodeon movie, so you can't expect too much, but it didn't make me laugh. My, my whole point about it is it's so bad that it, it is funny. Like, the, the comedy in it is so stupid, dry, and, like, fake funny that it is it's not enough funny. For me. <laughs> and I, it just makes – I don't know. It just makes me laugh. And whatever his uh, – um, his accent and his fake. The accent was probably the funniest part of the Mexican movie. Mexican accent. Yeah. Every single time he says anything. No, the acting is horrible. Laugh. He cannot pull it's off so a, funny. A, 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 a Latino no, person I thought it, for the well, life it, of him. It was a it was a joke, and that's what was funny about it. I, I don't think he was like that's too meta for me. I don't know if he was really trying. I'll tell you maybe, what, I liked kind of the aesthetics weren't too bad. The oh. shots were kind of cool. There was some cool music. It felt very like Napoleon Dynamite ripoff. Yeah. to me, that's kind I, of what I, it felt I, like I to that. me. I'm giving it a 2.4. I'll make the argument that Epic Movies version, the the quick seven-minute spoof of Nacho Libre was better than the entire Nacho Libre <laughs> movie itself. I'm going 1.3. Um, terrible movie. Jack Black, acting Spanish, not wearing a lot of clothes in just a terrible environment. <laughs> I it's, it was funny. It's it not what I want to see. I think Jack Black had a better performance. Did being, you watch it this weekend? Being a filmographer. Film, I've seen the movie. Being but you didn't watch it this oh, week. Being a cinematographer oh. in King Kong. That's a point deduction. Oh, we didn't go over that. Yes, we did last week. We did agree. Run the tape back. We specifically said we, yep. two weeks in a row. Run it back. We said two weeks in a row. You don't watch a movie. You lose a point. No. That's 100% what we Run said. It Run it back. Run it back. Trace okay, we'll discuss. Are you going to listen to the podcast and just prove it to him? Oh, 100%. Yes. But, all right. Uh, Tucker, your thoughts on Nacho Libre. Did you watch it? I did watch it. Oh, uh, there we go. It. Three out of four, she baby. She was the big fan of it. She fell asleep within five minutes. Yeah, it's not. Um, a, it's not a good one to if you're tired. I, I don't know. I <laughs> I enjoy it, but I enjoy almost everything I put on. Um, it has its moments. The wrestling scenes are entertaining. Um, I don't really understand if it's supposed to be real wrestling or fake wrestling because they fight like they're fake wrestling, but they're trying to win as if it's real wrestling, which just I I don't really understand that aspect of it. I uh, recognize the TikTok but, song off of it. There's a TikTok sound, you know, that whole soundtrack that plays the whole thing, the one that goes like, I am, I am. Yeah. That's a big TikTok trend. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? Nacho Libre. Get in the, but, um, in the social. I'm going to say 4.3. Wow, high that's score. high. <laughs> that's not high. My scale is very swayed. I don't. You'd have to do really bad to get under a four for me. Uh, Dylan, your movie, your pick, your score. All right. So I, I said earlier that my score is based on a ten would be, oh my god, stop what you're doing. You have to watch this movie tonight. Cancel all your plans. Uh, 
one or zero, whatever the lowest would be, right. you do not have to. You do not have to uh, watch this. Movie. Cam just listened back to the. Hold on, Cam just listened back to the podcast. I just listened back, and the rule was made last week that if you miss two in a row, oh, so you're starting. So this therefore, is one. No, this no, is one. This is one. No, 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 no. All right, well, well you're gonna hate my pick, but Dylan, I'm gonna watch it. Not to. You're down a point, bud. Welcome to the four point. How about this? <laughs> Cam, I mean, uh, Dylan, your score. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so, yeah, zero, a zero would be, no, you don't have to watch this right now. It's probably not even worth a watch. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it on that scale. I'm going to give it, just because I want to be higher than Tucker, I'll give it a five. All right. So right I like the movie. Not the best you made movie. Us all watch a Crazy movie Wonder recommend. I, I I think it's funny though. It makes me laugh every time I watch it. It was just scene. to settle a personal thing between me and Dylan because I always said I wasn't going to watch the movie. But all right, so I believe it's my turn on the rotation. I am. I am. Can we make a rule that it has to be visible on like a major platform? Nope. Uh no. No. So today. Nope. Um, many of us have uh. Max. Um. And I have this movie on DVD if anybody wants to borrow it. Jurassic Park. Do you guys like conspiracy theories? Yeah. Oh, Zodiac? Love it. Love nope. this. I don't know where this is going. So my my one of my favorite things in the world is to study some conspiracy theories concerning one specific event in U.S. JFK. history. Is it would be the assassination of J- John Fitzgerald Kennedy. There is a movie called JFK. It's about three hours long. Oh, it's a it's <laughs> about this. It's a doozy. But it's it's awesome. Back it's and awesome. To the left. Yeah, it's awesome. It it goes into a bunch of different conspiracy theories. It I changed my whole view. It's Oliver Stone. It's it, you'll like it if you watch it. You'll like it. It's long as hell, but it's very entertaining. It's kind of historically inaccurate spaces, but you can look over that for the entertainment value. JFK is the movie we're watching for next week. One of my top ten movies of all time. Easy. I'd, I'd like the DVD, please. I will look for it. Back okay. I have a quick question. Um, with Twitter polls, can you make more – can you make for – I don't know. Eight different – No, you can make four. Four is the most. I right? couldn't make Connor's, Connor's thing a, a – a, uh, thing I really want to do a Harry Potter poll and see what the well, fans think. Well, just put think. it in like a bracket and then do it that way. We could do. We we'll talk about this. We can talk about this okay. later. But um, you have access Percy to the Twitter. Jackson. You can do it. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> but okay, so let's go about Percy Jackson folks. No, 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 no. All right. we were already we're already ten minutes over what we tried for. Yeah, time we could end so. it here actually. No, so we got one last thing. Our final round, Tucker. You brought out a final line before. Why don't you shoot? Oh, is it the Gronk thing? It is. Oh, okay. We had a little debate uh, between me, Tom, and Brian. And they're completely wrong in this. Um, who would you rather have in their prime? Rob Gronkowski or Calvin Johnson? I'll start. Obviously, I'm a Patriots homer, but I'm going Gronk. And Gronk for one reason. He's such an underrated blocker. He made that run game so much better. Um He's obviously a threat to catch the ball, especially in the red zone. Um, but I think Gronk is more valuable to you because he is such a big piece of blocking as well as catching the ball. Dylan? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ridley – not Ridley. <laughs> Johnson. Calvin I get Ridley. it. Like, no, there's Calvin Ridley and there's Calvin <laughs> yeah, Johnson. Ridley. It makes sense. Calvin Johnson. Gotcha. I, was, I thought you were talking about Stefan. Yeah. I was like, good name drop. <laughs> Great name drop you're doing. But uh, – um, 
Yeah, Jots is such a good wide receiver. Cam was saying probably the best he's ever seen or the best he's ever seen. Um, I don't know. I think the gap between Gronk and any really other tight end is just, tight end is just so great, that gap. And he's just so dynamic or he makes the offense so dynamic. I just feel like having a player of that, at that caliber at that position is more valuable than a wide receiver. So I'll go Gronk. Cameron, you, you disagree. I disagree. So I think um, I watched Gronk, and 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 I can't. I I don't think you can compare a tight end to a wide receiver because blocking is way more important in the tight end. So yeah, in essence, Gronk is more you know helpful. I guess that's kind of what we were all getting. But <laughs> but in terms of receiving and you know catching ball and being an available target and the plays he was able to make. Yeah, Dylan's right when he says I Calvin Johnson is, is the best wide receiver I've ever seen play in my lifetime. Uh Julio Jones, probably close second. Um just based on the amazing play capability and the constant just being able to put up a hundred catches and a hundred yards every game. Hundred catches every year, hundred yards every game. Um the the game that he put up three hundred yards was insane. And keep in mind, he's playing on a Lions team with trash players all over the field. Garbage. So, you know, the Patriots had a lot of other people, you know, their defense had a lot of other people to look out for on their offense. You know, when Gronk was playing with Welker, with Hernandez as the other tight end, with Edelman, with nah, Moss wasn't there. But you know what I'm getting at. Johnson, they didn't have anyone else to worry about except maybe like Brandon LaFell one time ever. And – Pettigrew as their tight end. So they've never been good. I think Calvin Johnson was just able to do things that I've never been able to, I've never seen done. And if he played longer, he would have been, you know, the closest thing to, to Jerry Rice and Larry Fitzgerald if he even got to that point in his career. So I got to see Calvin Johnson. Tucker? I take Gronk here because he was so dynamic in different, like, because look at the, Patriots run offense without Gronk this year. Exactly. I mean, he completely changed the entire offense and not just in the receiving aspect. Yes, he absolutely changed the Patriots' ability to pass the ball because he was always that guy that you could always get wherever he was in the field. But he also made it so that their run offense was competitive. He was a guy that could run against your cornerback. He was as fast as your corner, stronger than your linebacker, and can block your lineman. I mean, there's never been a guy like that. And there might not be another guy like that for a long time. I mean, he ever – yes, uh, Calvin Johnson was a great player, but he didn't evolution, revolutionize the position the way Gronk did. Gronk changed tight ends. It's a tough debate, and it's a tough debate to have with three Patriots fans, but – it's a valid debate. I mean, they're both, you know, generational talents. But, all right, that's it. Uh, episode 18 of Wasted Takes. That's a high number. Um, that's, that's big. Um, but uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Uh, big draft this week. We're going to put up those polls. Cam's apparently working on a Harry Potter I'm poll right now, which here. is bananas. We didn't even talk about that in this episode, but we're getting involved. Um, Cam watched all the Harry Potter films for like three days. Yeah, I watched all of them, and we came up. We all came up with our own lists. A couple were similar. A Dylan's couple was were bad. Very different. So we want to see what you guys think. 
Um, Azkaban is just not a good movie. I'm not. But yeah, right, we get we get talk more. Yeah, that is, that is a good one. I actually, no, like that. it's not. But we yeah, we'll get more into it next episode. Yeah, We're out of time. Like We're already 20 minutes over our time limit. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. Yes, sir.